Welcome to the Stab Cast. I'm Dan. And I'm Mindy. Hootie who? Hootie who? We're uh, we're here to talk about the menu. Yes, we are. Uh, starring the fabulous Anna Taylor Joy, of course. Among with a lot of other actors and actresses, and along with one of my favorite comedic actors, he played Jaime on. On uh, this uh, Comedy Central show called uh, Broad City, I have no idea what the actor's actual name is, but he was one of the douchebags. He's the douchebag with the tan shirt. Yeah. 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 So, um, if any of you have not seen this yet, it is on HBO Max. So go ahead and check it out on there. If you have, if you haven't, go check it out first. And then come back and watch the episode because we are going to be doing spoilers. As we all yeah, pretty much things. right off the bat, to be honest. Yeah. I recommend it. I know you do, too. Yeah. It's a good movie. And unfortunately, there's just going to be spoilers. Because yeah. there's no way for us to talk about this properly without spoiling it. Exactly. So. This came out earlier this year. Yes, it did. It had a $30 million budget and it made 78 It uh did pretty well. And people seem to enjoy it. I don't know. The exact like Rotten Tomato score or anything, but I know from what I've heard, at least the fans really like it. People yeah. people are into it. And critics were okay with it too. They didn't totally rip it apart. I just think the only reasons that it didn't do as well at the box office because they put it on streaming. Yeah. I really think that that's hurting us as far as horror films in our genre go. Is that like they're all doing this like yeah let's put it out and do and let's put it out on stream. No, wait. Like, wait a week. Yeah. Give it a week or two. Do what Terrifier 2 did. And yeah. Give it a couple days. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, it's a big hit on HBO Max. People seem to really enjoy it. And that's great. It's just, I feel bad because they, in my honest opinion, they didn't make as much money as they should have. Yeah, probably not. And, and that's happened to a bunch of movies, right? Especially lately in the in the new era. Absolutely. But uh, this is, you know, it's a good it's a good movie led by, you know, one of Hollywood's, you know, I wouldn't even say rising star. I would just say one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, that Anya Taylor-Joy. She seems to be killing it lately. She is killing it. It's, she, she's doing a great job. I'm very, very impressed with that young lady. She does a really good job in this. Yes. Um, dark hair again threw me off with her. I can't see her. It's not a blonde. When I see her as not a blonde, it's just weird. I agree. Her look 
was kind of off for me in this. I didn't really, not that I didn't enjoy it or anything. Like I, I thought she it was, didn't look like her. She didn't, yeah, she didn't look like how she usually looks. And that's fine. I mean, she's played a different type of character, but. And I, I mean, that's great, too, because a lot of people can't do that and they can't pull off other kind of looks and whatnot. So it's good that she can. It was just a little weird. I mean, she's playing a lady in the night, for God's sakes. You know. <sighs> yeah, she does. So basically, this menu starts off with Anna. We all know her. She's smoking a cigarette. She's doing her thing. Yeah. She's getting yelled at by the guy that brought her, um, who's supposedly her boyfriend, Tyler. And she's but- Margot. And her name is Margot, and she's Margot smoking a cigarette. She's living her best life. Yes. And he's like, "Hey, you're gonna ruin your palate for uh, for mm-hmm. dinner." And she's like, "I'm sure my palate will be fine." And he's like, "No, seriously, put out your cigarette." And she's so annoyed. Yeah. And I get it. I completely understand because once I want to have a cigarette, I don't care about what you say. Yeah. I want one. I want one. I want it. Yeah. So don't you be telling me that I can't have shit because it's gonna ruin my palate. She didn't even know what a palette was. She even asked him, what's a palette? Yeah. I mean, what I, So, yeah. like, she was so not into this food thing. Like, she was just into the date part of it. And she didn't even know how much it cost. When she finds out, she's like, how, how can they afford to stay open? And he's like, oh, well, 1200 bucks a head. And she's like, wait, what? You paid that much? Yeah. So, it's just, and then you see all of these people lining up and getting into a boat. And... When you put on, if you decide to put on captions or subtitles and whatnot, there's an entire conversation with these other people that you don't really hear. You yeah. hear them in the background, but you can't really make it out. But if you put on the captions, which I did, you can see that a lot of the, well, actually all of them are really disgusting people. Mm-hmm. Like, talking shit. They're really bad people like yeah. they deserve everything that's coming to them i mean hi man i love you man but you were a fucking douchebag <laughs> i mean walking on the boat and shit and being like oh well this is a business dinner but it's not for business like fuck you take a million dollar fucking pay rate and go shove up your ass yeah the the i mean the restaurant goers were fun and they were like kind of terrible people, and they were supposed to be. But I thought they were fun for what they were supposed to be. It was entertaining. And the archetypes. Sure. Yeah, I mean, of course, Luigi, my boy, fucking repping and little so so from uh, what what's a, what you call it? Young and hungry. Thank you, Sharon. One of our favorite. I thought that was little so so. I wasn't gonna say anything. Sharon didn't even fucking know on the first watch. I didn't and I know told it was. I I thought I it was familiar. I just didn't know. Who was little so so? I thought it was her, especially when she started talking. But I was like, I don't want to say it. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I got so excited. I mean, and she, like, she kind of got a raw into the deal because, you know, I mean, she's She still, was just there. Like, and she was there of all things to break up with the motherfucker. Yeah, but also, and by the way, half the movie, I thought they were, like, related. But I, I missed a line of dialogue or something. Wasn't she? Yeah. A personal assistant slash fiance, but... They just broke up. Yeah, and, and she's like, "I've been stealing money from you." He's like, "I know." <laughs> I wrote a bad thing. I wrote a portal holding view, and she's like, "I know you see me in the email." <laughs> but and and her whole fault. I mean, well, we'll get into the because you haven't gotten to the twist yet. I do want to call back to the cigarette thing because later when Tyler, one of the only things I and I'll get into what I think about Tyler as a character because I think that's one of the only flaws of this movie. I fucking hate Tyler, but 
when he's like, he did have me dying laughing when she was like, and he's like, you smoke too fucking much anyway. You can't fucking taste it or something like that. When the chef like had her go back and not him, and he was all pissed off. He's like, all you do is smoke cigarettes. You can't even fucking taste the food. But you get to talk to the chef. Yeah, he was all mad. It, it just, I, I remember laughing pretty hard. I still wanted him to die. He was just one of those characters. I was just getting ready for it. And it's like, somebody split his throat, please. I thought, and his archetype, because, you know, we had the critic, right? We had the blonde chick and uh, her, her business partner or whatever. Magazine uh, editor. Yeah, magazine editor. We had uh, Leguizamo, Luigi, and his daughter. Uh, not daughter, I keep it. No, uh, fiance, but they're breaking up. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, the old couple. That, celebrating their anniversary. And they frequent there. They've been there like six or seven times. Or 11. 11, 11 times. And... Uh, who else? Who, who else do we have? We got Tyler and Margot. And then we have the three douchebags. Yes, and the three douchebags that work for the company. Douchebag one, two, and three. Yes, the finances, Hawthorne. Yes. Hawthorne, the restaurant yes. that we're at. They 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 finance everything with Victor Slovak, who you end up finding out is the uh, chef. Yes. And... Uh, and then, yeah, it goes wild. Do you want to get into the twist? or? Well, before we get into the twist, I just want to bring up some hard-ass fucking bitch right here, Elsa. Elsa was so funny. She had me cracking up. I have never seen another woman just was, like, she was just so strict. Yeah. Like, she didn't crack a smile. She did so good. And, like, they give them this bread dish without any bread. And people start going after her. And she's like, oh, would you like me to talk about how uh, how much money you've stolen from your account? Yeah. And I said, oh, damn. Yeah. And they're like, do you know who we are? And she's like, yeah, you're douchebag number one. Basically, and it's like, oh, my God, she is not based. Yeah. She does not care. And, like, people are asking her and begging her for help and whatnot. And she's like, no, I hate you all. Like, no. Yeah, I mean, she she was, like, the head one where it's like, oh, shit's getting real. She She's getting crazy. Like, you don't want to piss her off. Yeah. And uh, she was, like, definitely lead of the staff. And there's a couple other staff members I like. Like, we'll get in. I mean, we can reveal the twist before we get into them. But the one girl that works for him uh, later that's kind of, they do a thing where she stabs uh, the chef in the leg. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, there's basically a couple staff every, members that are fun. Basically, every staff member has their own individual story, especially the ones that are focused on. And yeah. you find out throughout the night that it's about to take a very grim and very gruesome turn. And you find out that the menu is curated to go with the theme of the night which they don't know, but the scene of the night is homicide. Because they're all douchebags. Yeah. Which is why, because Margot actually was not invited. She was never supposed to be there. Tyler brought her because he purchased her as a lady of the night to go with him after he had already purchased the ticket to go with his girlfriend who broke up with his ass because he's an asshole. I mean, I don't really know why, but he's an asshole. And he'd already paid, and he already talked to Victor Slovic and everything. He already had everything going and whatnot, and they didn't offer seating for one. So he had no choice but to bring Margot. And Margot did not fit the bill because the chef, nobody knew anything about her. So they're like, wait a minute, like, what, what is her deal? 
Is she yeah, a bad yeah. person? Is she a good person? Is she an okay person? Like, what do we do with her? Yeah, exactly. And, like, this is how you kind of find out the twist, because she goes back there, and, like, when she does go back to talk to the chef the first time, she's basically kind of made up her mind that everyone's going to, the guests are at least going to die. Yeah. So she's like, oh, you're not going to kill me. And he laughs and looks at her, and he's like, oh, everyone's going to die. I'm just trying to decide with what side you're going to be on. Like, yeah. whoa, what the hell? Yeah. Like, and you, and you just said it so cavalierly. Like, it was one of the one times that man smiled. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Like, that's your entire menu is homicide. That's what you're going for? Yeah. And I mean, it's the he thought it was the perfect end to this like masterpiece he was trying to create out of like his life that he thought was ruined and yep. he thought sucked. And I thought, and I'm not gonna lie, I do think that the chef Sloak he was good. He did the actor did a pretty good job. Not my favorite character. I thought he got a little too preachy sometimes. I thought like I liked like Margot and dealing with her and the shit that, and their I interactions like with each other were good. That actor. But, was a little too chatty. Yeah, a little bit. For the, uh, just for the role that he was supposed to be playing. He was supposed to be playing a very menacing, very evil role. Yeah. And especially toward Margot, he wasn't. So, I mean, you saw a lot of humanity in him and shit, which is little, good. But yeah. I don't think that should have happened until the end. And not even that, I mean, that too, but also he just got a little preachy a little bit and how bad shit was and how, he just... He was kind of, like, he wasn't short and sweet. He, just he was kept, kind of a whiny bitch. Yeah, he was kind of the, a whiny at bitch. At the end of it. I a mean, little at, bit. at the end of it, he was kind of a whiny bitch. Because, like, the only reason why he wanted this uh, actor to die is because he had his first day off in, like, months. And he was looking forward to it. And he went to go see the movie that the guy was in, and he thought it was terrible. Yeah. And that was his whole reason for wanting to kill this guy. And it's like, all right, that's corny. That's pushing it too far. Yeah. You don't fucking kill a guy just because you didn't like his movie. Yeah. That's when it started getting funny, and it's like, oh, they're incorporating more and more humor into this. Into yeah. Because it's very much a horror comedy. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot to laugh at here, especially because all the archetypes, like I was talking about, like Tyler, he's more of the foodie. And to me, he just he's a fake foodie. He's a fake foodie, <laughs> fake foodie. And he, he just really didn't is, work. though. He's a fake foodie. Like he thinks he knows everything, and to the point where you can see slow the blood boil when the kid talks. Yeah, he hates him. Like you can just see like him being like, I want him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, he hates him bad. But I just thought the only one because everybody else, even though they were kind of like delusional and a little like out of. Like, because they were supposed to be kind of not relatable because they're so unlikable. But him especially, it was like, there can't be a human being that exists on planet Earth like But this. unfortunately, there is now. With all the Instagrammers and shit out there in the world, there are people like Tyler. To an extent, but not as when everybody... And that was Slovak's point, though. Yeah, but the fact that he knew they were going to die, like, come on. It's just like, I don't know. But that was Slovak's point. Yeah. Was you guys think that you are as passionate as you say you are, but when it comes down to it, you're the reason why our craft is being ruined. Yeah. And they are, but, and, and he is, but well, he... Well, just like, you know, they said no pictures, and he's taking pictures of the food. Yeah. yeah. He completely disregarded the rule. He was also told not to eat, but to taste, and he was eating like a freaking hyena. Yeah, he was eating all night. 
I just thought he was a little much, and I I thought like some some things like that I've seen a lot like a lot of people do. Don't take pictures. Oh yeah, okay, sure. And, and they're taking pictures. Like I understand that, but and I the just, older people they were so intolerant. They were so like fucking like I'm done with this. We're not doing this anymore. We're leaving. I am raising my hand to this, and Elsa's like, oh cool. What hand are you gonna handle it with? And he's like, what? And she's like, I choose or you choose. One, two. Three. Fine. Left. Ring finger. Oh, you lost your finger. Uh-huh. Here's your husband's ring. Yeah. Sorry. I kind of felt like, bad for the, the lady. Hell? Yeah. Like, why did you do that? Like, we didn't even know he was a douchebag yet. Yeah. You didn't have to choose the ring finger, though, but the visual was cool as fuck. The it ring was. popping off like that. Like, I, I'm, I, like the choice is respected. Yeah. But, the ring finger was cool. Yeah. Uh, yes and no. They didn't really go over that. Well, they did a little bit because yeah, they, he fucked was, Margo. Yes, but Elsa didn't make that a part of her decision. No, well, Elsa did bring it up, yeah. Yeah. But the dots could definitely be connected for yeah. sure. And then when Daniel like was saying, there's a big twist as well where Victor Slovis decides to let all of the men free to see if they can get out. And of course, oh, yeah. they all fail miserably. Tyler doesn't even want to fucking leave. Yeah. Because he's an idiot. Yeah. And they're trying so hard to praise this young lady. So, so this young lady, I feel kind of bad for her. She comes to work with Mr. Slovic, and he tries to fuck her. She completely pushes off his advances. So instead of firing her, he keeps her around for eight months, treating her like a piece of dog shit. Yeah. Basically, making her hate her life, hate her career, hate everything. So he let her get back at him and stab him in the thigh. I thought she was going after the penis. Yeah. But I realized that she didn't. I think we all th- were thinking dick. So it was one. all about redemption. And that's what people were missing, too. It was all about redemption for everybody. Even he realized that he did something wrong that he needed to be punished for. And I think that was kind of cool. Because yeah. a lot of villains and a lot of stuff like that, a lot of self-righteous people, they don't look at themselves like that. Well, that's the thing. He's killing himself, too. He's yeah. dying with the past. He doesn't so. realize. I know, but he, like a lot of people don't get that concept, but that takes a lot out of somebody to be like, you know, I fucked up, too. Yeah, no, absolutely. He, so. He's taking responsibility, but he's also, you know, damning a bunch of other people in the in yeah. the process. Uh, but it was just funny though because they like they took she took him inside and she gives him the stitch that she called a one man uh foley or something and uh, they're all eating and they're like oh this is amazing you did such a good job and she's like well that would have meant lots to me a long time ago but not right now mm-hmm. and like they're trying really really hard and she's like oh everybody dying at the end was actually my idea oh yeah because well, they tried like, to convince her yeah because they're like, oh, you don't have to do this. And she's like, oh, everyone at the end was my dying was my idea. It was my concept. And yeah. they're all just like, oh, my God. She was a fun character to throw in there as, like, another crazy person. Uh, she was great. But to kind of go back for a second, because you were like how uh, the events start when he said everybody's going to die. It's like, okay, it's getting real. But I thought the moment, and I'm a big visual guy with these horror movies, you got to catch me with something. Something's got to look really fucking cool, like somebody died in a cool way. And when that young man came out and, you know, Hawthorne's talking a lot of shit to him, and he just kind of sitting there, yeah, the whatever, the chef at Hawthorne, uh, he's talking all this shit to the sous chef 
or not the sous chef, but one of the guys that worked there. I and he's the kid's like, name. he's talented, but he'll never be talented Yeah, he'll never enough. be me. And then the kid, I mean, he agrees with him, but then the kid fucking blows his brains out. Yeah, because he basically talks him into it. He's like, do you hate your life? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, prove it. And covers everything up in plastic. And they have like a white sheet in the middle of the floor. And all of a sudden, the guy like blows his head. And it's like, holy shit. Yeah, it was nuts. But well, what a visual that was, wasn't it? Oh, it was beautiful. It was a crazy visual. Just the splatter, just the way he did it. Like, it just, and that's when, that was the real, okay, shit just got real moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, everything from then on was just fire. And it, it was like crazy shit. And that's when the movie really started to pick up. But it was good. And the setup was good too. But that's when it's like, oh God, now we're, now we're not fucking around. Mm-hmm. Now shit's real. And Margot figuring her way out of, like, certain things was, like, the heart of the movie for sure. And uh, I, I thought she was probably – she's, a, like, she's the prime final girl in Hollywood right now. She's killing it. She's yeah. fucking – like, we've talked about it. She She's out here doing her thing. And uh, in this specifically, just, like, playing, like – because it's a different role. I mean, I guess, like, Sandy and last night in Soho kind of turned into a prostitute, too. This is her second hooker gig. But – the fact that she was with the old man and she played it off like like effortlessly and the lady wasn't even mad that she banged her yeah. husband. She didn't even care. And that lady it, was just cool. Like, you know my husband. And that lady was cool as fuck. Yeah, she because was. she gave her the nod at the end too. Like like she was cool as shit. Mm-hmm. She was a cool old lady. Do you know who that actress really was? No. Who was she? She was the mom. She played um. Can't remember her name. But she was in the Tony Danza. Oh, yeah. who's the boss? Who's the boss? She's in Who's the Boss? Yeah, she's yeah. the mom. Oh, shit. That's awesome. See, this had some, like, low-key old stars. Like, and you know what was like. really funny is that Jaime in Broad City actually calls a dog Judith Light. That's awesome. And they hang out with the dog all day because she kind of looks like Judith Light. That's fire. So that's kind of funny how all of that kind of connects with each other. That's that's kind of funny. It's he went from funny. making fun of her to being on a boat with her. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> but uh no, I, I really I enjoyed a lot of aspects. I, I really like the what title do you think screen. The chef was going for though when he sent Margot to fix Elsa's so called mistake. Was he giving her a way out? I think so, because she even said, she never told me to get a barrel. Yeah. He never told me to assign somebody. Yeah. she was, I think he was giving her it out. Because he liked her. Because she wasn't like the rest of them. Yeah. I think he was. And then she played on the fact that he was, he loved cheeseburgers. Yeah, and she said, I love a cheeseburger and fries to go to cigarettes. Yeah. Like, she did such a good job. She just walked up there and she said, I want to send my food back to Stocks. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what? And he like, never gets shit sent back. That's it sucks. His, it fucking pisses him off hard body. And he's like, that doesn't, not how it works here. We don't do that here. And she's like, that's how it works in my world. I don't like it. I'm sending it back. Yeah. And she could because she didn't touch any of it. Yeah. So ideally, she really could send all of it She didn't back. eat all night. Nope. She didn't touch a bite. Yeah. Except for, no. She did when they were, uh, boarding and then they were going to the island and she was on the boat. Oh, okay. Uh, the boat or whatever. Yeah. She did have the oyster, oh, the oyster with yeah. pearls or whatever. She did have that. Okay. Yeah. She just didn't understand what it was about. 
but she did eat it. Yeah. No, she she trolled him hard body with the cheeseburger, and he he smiled again, and he said one of the only times he smiled earlier. This was the second, you know, yeah. this was the only other time he smiled. And then you find out that the food critic is actually there as a punishment. Because even though she put him and his food on the map, she closed down so many of his other colleagues and friends' restaurants and made them go broke and made them go into poverty and lose their homes and everything else. Yeah. So that was that was kind of – that was weird. Yeah. It was weird, but it was understandable, but it needed to be – and she was another one that was kind of a, a level of delusional yeah. about it, which it was good. Like Tyler, this I'm like, all, uh-huh. this is all part of the process, yeah. people. This is all theater. And it's like, are you, are you okay? Yeah. How the fuck are you? Like, and I get like a critic trying to, it, that worked for me a little more. To me, Tyler just, and I get that he knew about it the whole time, but still it's like, I just. People are dying and he's still eating. Yeah. It's like, bro, like you got to give a fuck a little bit. And man just shot himself in the face, and you're sucking yourself with this lamb thing. Just stop. But when he got Tyler, and he... Oh, God, it was great. Go ahead, Daniel. Take it away. He got him bad. He finally got him. He's like, oh, you, you, you're you a food critic. You smelled the... Or you tasted the bear amount in the tea. You know, you, you've you noticed all this stuff. You know, you really know your stuff. It's time for you to cook. He gives him the white apron, and uh, he sends him in the kitchen, and, and Tyler's After not ready. After signing his name on it as well. Yeah. He gives him the full rub, and he he basically says, you know, go cook something. And uh, whatever you want, anything's at your disposal. You know, anything you need, Tyler, just cook something. And he's not ready, and he's he fucking sucks. And he makes what, – what is it called? And by the way, because to preface – to make this, like, joke work and stuff, we do got to say – and one of my favorite parts of the movie – is like with each dish that it the title screen comes up and then it says like the thing what it is like the fancy uh, item. And this one was called Tyler's bullshit. And then it's like undercooked lamb blah, 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 blah. and and a fatty disgusting for garlic sauce. Yeah, and it was just it was fucking awesome. It, it was like I felt I bad for the say, kid. Though, I did have to deduct a couple points from that movie because like Daniel just said they gave descriptions and that was great. But the descriptions were way too tiny. I mean, I understand that I have eye problems and whatnot, but you can't tell me that everyone read that. Yeah. It, it was way too tiny. Like, the text a little bit. I mean, it was supposed to be fancy, like a restaurant, so yeah, I, but, I, it worked. I mean, but. You should have stayed on the screen longer then so you could read the whole thing. A lot points. Okay. <laughs> But I mean, that's I mean, if that's the only thing you're really gonna lose points on for, then you really shouldn't be arguing too much. Exactly. No, I feel you. That's basically just a nitpick thing, guys. I have to take points away somehow. Yeah. No, that's fair. But uh, I I like when she got the cheeseburger because she she got to walk. We do got to say, oh, they got help because she radioed help, right? Yeah, she radioed help when she got to the chef's quarters, and she radioed for help, and it ended up being this man that knew them all. <laughs> and he comes in, and he's like, hands up, hands up, naughty move. And then he lights somebody, he lights Margaret's candle, and he's like, oh, there you go, that's better. Yeah. And the chef starts laughing, and he's like, everybody on a hot, at Hawthorne knows each other. 
Yeah. Like, we're all in on this. And it was fucked up, too, because they got Luigi to sign the thing, uh, give him his autograph. And he's like, what movie did you like me in? And he said the movie that Hawthorne fucking hated. Or Slow and hated. Yeah. And it was like, the, and then you just look at his face, and it's like, that's funny as fuck. And then the, the notes help us. And I kind of figured that he was working for him for a second, but, you know, it it was brutal. And it was a good fake out. I thought it was it was a pretty good scene, and it was well done. And Jaime going after the window, that was great. Yeah. Trying to break the window down. Like, the, the chair is literally hitting you, but go ahead, keep throwing it. Yeah. We had like a five minute temper tantrum. It's like, yeah, go ahead. Keep keep throwing it. Why don't you go ahead and visit this table too and see how far that far that you're at? Yeah. Come on. You already threw it. It swung. You know the the glass can't be broken. Stop trying. Yeah. Explain the significance of the cheeseburger. Oh, the cheeseburger was because Slovak was actually known for his cheeseburgers. He worked at a cheeseburger establishment when he was first starting out, and he was actually known for making the best cheeseburger. And you could see as Anna Taylor-Joy's character, Margot, was going through all of his things in his home, how much that craft really meant to him. And how happy And how happy it made him and how passionate he was for that kind of food service. Because some people are not meant for fine dining cooking. Yeah. Some people aren't. It'll break your spirit, and that's what happened with him. And she realized that. So she came back, and she told him, like, look, I want a cheeseburger and fries. And you just saw the light turn back into his eyes when he's making that cheeseburger. You could just tell that, like, he is creating. Yeah, he's in his happy place. He's in his happy place. He is creating food. Yeah. He's having fun. And I'm also pretty sure that that is why she let he let her leave. Oh, it's a hundred percent why he let. I mean, I think he did, like you said earlier, he did kind of plant, and he did kind of, you know, give her it out. Mm-hmm. But I also think it was that moment in her craftiness, and I think that's another reason why, like, she's another boss final girl status because she made a smart move. She didn't have to do anything violent, really. She just cunningly got her way out of a situation. Yes, yeah. yeah, she left other. She left a bunch of other people for dead. Sure, who cares? And but she, she didn't know any of them. Yeah, and, and as far as she was concerned, they wouldn't spit on her if she was on fire. Yeah, I mean, but. They're all horrible, awful people. Yes, but if you didn't read with the captions like you did, and you just watched the movie, some of those those excuses are like, oh, you didn't like him in a movie, so he gets to fucking die? Like, the one girl didn't pay her student loan, so she's kind of spoiled, so she's fucked, and she's dying. Like, like, those people being lumped in with the Tylers. Columbia? Yeah. Do you have student loans? No, I'm sorry, but you're dying. Oh. So those people getting lumped up with like the critic and the Tyler and the people that are like genuinely kind of deplorable, that didn't make much sense. Like the young kids that like work for the company, those were the most relatable to me. Like, like those characters worked because they were kind of like real life people, like sleazy little fucks that work at a company that think they know better and probably are fucking taking advantage. Like shit like that happens in the fucking real world. Mm-hmm. So like the, those three little assholes could exist. And, yeah. and them getting kind of put in their place by, like, Elsa and everybody else, like, that was a good part of the movie. And the fact that they worshipped their boss, and then Slovak had the boss be, like, an angel right before he died, yeah. that was really cool. That was really cool imagery, and I really liked 
the kind of play on words and whatnot and them being like, like he was the only reason you stayed open during COVID and he's a guest by cutting my cost and my ingredients. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a reason for everything he was, he was doing. The only thing that I will have to say that I also took points off is that there is just way too many, and I don't mean this literally, I mean it figuratively. There was way too many cooks in the kitchen. That being said, is there's about eight different movies that I can point out that had the same exact basic premise. Really? They had way too many, way too many different themes from other movies. Um, Saw, for instance, the first Saw with punishing people and stuff like that. Just way too, way too, way too relatable with other movies. It felt like really? it stole a little bit of some other movies thunder. I felt like there was a little really? bit too many cooks in the kitchen. I didn't get that. Honestly, I thought it was a bit original. I thought there were some things that I didn't like. I'm trying to see Saw. What else? What else? Like, would you rather kind okay. of okay as well? Yeah, a little bit. Um, and just like the sadistic setting. Also, like, re- like ready or not, for instance, just kind of like a sadistic. I see ready, setting. yeah, especially with the meta humor. Yeah. It's very ready or not, yeah, for sure. So it was just seemed like a lot of people had their hands in the kettle, so to speak. But don't you feel like there's been so many more movies out there that you can't help but not have somebody's reflection in a current movie? Yes, yeah. but I shouldn't be able to see more than five, and that's my rule. You shouldn't have to take more than five different inspirations to make a movie. I mean, yeah. The fact that I counted eight, that's why that's my last point. When you have, yeah. I mean, Megan's probably going to get the same thing from me because unfortunately, unfortunately, the new movie Megan that's coming out. I mean, you got Chucky, you got Dolly Dearest, you got The Conjuring, you got Annabelle. We have seen so many fucking doll movies. I am done. I yeah. So, like, but that's like that's Hollywood in general, thing. though. That's but Hollywood. Like in Sharon general. just said, that is our genre, and like Daniel just said, that it's Hollywood in general. Yeah, what's it's original cycle. nowadays? They don't really know what's original. No one really has original yeah. ideas. There's going to be a it. Fast and Furious 72 one day. Like, there's not an <laughs> and original. I, and I get it. Not everything's going to be original. But that's why I'm only taking a couple points off, because it wasn't really their fault. It was just I felt like there were too many cooks in the kitchen. Okay. I like I can see it a little bit. I do. I do think that because the premise was nailed so good, I I wasn't thinking about that mm-hmm. because I was so into what was happening mm-hmm. and just the fact... And it does a good job of that. Honestly, if I didn't watch it two or three times because this is my job, yeah. I honestly wouldn't have caught what I caught. Yeah. I also, the type of horror that I really like, this is very different from. Mm-hmm. So to me, I didn't get that as much because it's not you know slashery at all it's not a whodunit it's not a, a, a ghost story it's not a doll it's not a like it is like a big gathering of people like you said it's like a would, revenge. would you rather with the big gathering of people and a psychopath like they're like a big a big gathering of people and a psychopath that's gonna like their whole evening has been turned upside down yes that concept has been used and i 100 percent agree that that has been used in, in multiple And the punishing movies. people. And the yeah, but punishing the big group of people yeah. while they're all around. Yeah, yes, and like they think they're in for a night of fun, and they're not. Yeah. That that has been done, but I do think that this was done fresh enough, 
and with enough like sizzle and you know it was definitely original enough that if you don't watch it a few times and you're not like myself you're not going to catch it yeah and she's so damn good that she can lead any type of concept Mm -hmm. and uh and the concept worked like I said, I do think he got a little too preachy sometimes. And I do think that he was just because he had the most screen time of anybody and he kind of ran the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you either really nail that or you don't. And he did for the most, like 80%. Like he he, did, he did kill it. But like there was 20% where I was like, all right, can we fucking see what like somebody else is doing? Like, yeah. can we go to one of the other tables for a few more minutes? Like just this dude fucking like bitching about his life. And, but like that did make the movie really good too in, in its best moments is him fucking like going out of monologue and then something crazy happened. And also I will have to say, I'm not a foodie. I, I'm really not. I mean, I love food, but I'm not a foodie. I'm not an exotic either. Yeah. So like, I feel like the food kind of lost me a little bit. A little bit. Just because I didn't really know what was going on, like when they were eating an ecosystem. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. I I am a, a big food guy. And, like, I can't tell you the fu- – I'm no Bobby Flay. Like, I can't tell you the fucking, you know, ins and outs. But I can tell you a good fucking, you know, ribeye sandwich or a good cheesesteak or something like that. Or mm-hmm. a good, you know, plate of pasta. And and I can tell you what, what, what I like and what I think sucks. But I, I thought that – a lot of the food was a little like, you know, out there. But I think that's how Hawthorne was supposed and it, I think it was supposed to mimic those big fancy like New York restaurants where you gotta wait fucking they fifteen years laundry. to get a Yeah, fresh laundry. Like restaurants like that. Yeah. That is a restaurant, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That like a, a place you gotta book like a, a like a you know, something like how many years in advance and it's like a yeah. big like special thing and like, you know, it's this fancy ass but like kinda like and yeah. I got that. It just kind of lost me. Like, even when they did the deconstructed taco with, like, the chicken on the side, they didn't get – that didn't really make sense. Yeah, it was it was too much of a parody on that yeah. than actually that. Yeah. I agree. I do think it was a little – like, it was trying to too, too much of that than to actually be that. Yeah. But, like, a lot of those restaurants, you will see, like, fancy, crazy, like, small-ass portions, like, all that shit. And I completely understand. It's just, like, what is it, though? Yeah. Like, because, like I said, the text is so small that I couldn't read it half the time. So, like, my first time watching it, it's like, what the hell are they even eating? Yeah. So, that was that was weird to me. But also, personal preference, that has to, has to do with my opinion and the fact that I can't see a lot. So. Yeah. We'll get you, we'll watch it here again, and I'll, I'll put you right in front of the TV. All right. Fuck Gloria. Uh, but no, I I thought because that that's the part that like worked for me is that Hawthorne was this fancy like ass place like because those places do exist, but it is to think the head chef would just go a little nuts and fucking like it is a little out there, but it's also like that resort at old. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, but that was well, yeah, that was was man-made too. Yeah, but it was matting. I mean, and it was kind of the same kind of thing. It's like the people being secluded. I mean, it was kind of the same kind of thing, but different. Except they were in like a weird time loop zone yeah. thing, like M. Night Shyamalan nuts and shit, compared to like, just like this man going users. nuts and saying fuck you to everybody. Yeah. And let's say the final dish, and trust me, I'm not a huge marshmallow guy, but I can take down a s'more. And, and that's the one dish I was like, all right, I'm here for it. 
She looks very cute. And by the way, Amy Carrero. Yeah, let's Carrero, give her a name. Yeah, I don't want to just keep calling her Little Snow. So she is Felicity in the movie, and she does a really good job. Because if you don't watch, you know, you're good, good job, good job, good job. She did it. She did a good job. But she, yeah, she was fun, and, and like the the dad too, and like they were all like, and everybody at the end, like, because she was like, "We love you, the chef," like the chef Slowick, like, like they were like, she's like, like "I love him. you all," and they're like, "We love you too, chef," uh, and like he like set it on fire, and it's like, oh my. God. But wasn't the painting that they did on the floor with the marshmallow and the chocolate? Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was Another, gorgeous. and that's what I'm saying with the style and the flavor to this, that what you were, like, I agree that the, it does borrow some elements, but it has that panache, it has that style, and it has it the beautiful visuals. Enough. Yeah, the visuals really stand it apart. Mm-hmm. And it like a $30 million budget, they spent every fucking penny of that wisely, and it made it look cool. It, from the last to the last fucking shot of her on the boat eating the cheeseburger like a badass bitch. <laughs> she like, just stops the boat and says, oh, everyone's burned everyone burn alive. Let me eat this yeah. burger. This movie was, because it wasn't even, it's another horror movie that's not scary. You know, yeah. because, like, let's be honest, uh, when did we jump? Like, maybe when the kid shot himself, but, like... The only time I ever jumped or gasped yeah. is when the kid shot himself and when the chef took the uh, scissors to the side. Yeah. Because I wasn't expecting it. And I'm not saying that as, like, an insult. It's just, like, because not a lot of horror movies are scary nowadays. But it, it's... This movie thrives on its own style. It's so, like, fun to watch, and it's so visually pleasing, and it's so, like, and she does such a good job, and all the actors are killing it, and, like, it's, like... It had a good amount of shock value. Yeah, the plot was good enough. Like, it's just, it was, it was shot really well. It was directed, like, fantastically. Mark Myloid. My lot. I, I've always mispronounced the names, but, you know, I really respect and fucking love these people. <laughs> and, and, uh, great director. And uh, the movie was shot extremely well. And, and that's one of the things that I love about it. And I, I thought the performances drove it too. But like, just, you know, the, the visuals really took it home for me. And that's what, that that's probably what brought me up to like an eight out of 10. Maybe. Okay. I would give it eight uh, s'mores out of 10. I was going to get a 7.9, but we'll give it an 8.2. Yeah, let's go 8.2. We'll, we'll give it an 8.2. Cause I just thought, and, and like I said, there was a couple couple things that I didn't like about it. There was a couple flaws, but it, it did so much right, and it was so such a fun ride, and you don't get bored. There's not a moment, like a period, a lull, like in a lot of horror movies, where you could say this scene or this group of scenes is when I started going, hmm. No, it was very entertaining. Yeah, the whole way through. Very fast-paced. Whole runtime. And, uh, you know, it's at 106, 106 minutes. It's not like it. And then Jeff and clap, man. Oh my God, he really jumped sometimes and he clapped like, "Holy shit, Chef Ramsey!" Yes, and it's just I I thought this movie really worked. I thought there, yeah, like I said, and do I want a sequel? Absolutely not. It was the perfect one and done horror movie. Like it was good, and it can stand alone on its own. There's no franchise that needs nothing. It's just a good movie, and and then that's a wrap. And you know, to franchise it, you're gonna kill it. No, you can't do it again. He's fucking dead. How do you do it? Except unless somebody a wants to. A protege or something. Yeah. Or but... they do a different scenario. So you, you know Hollywood. If they make she enough money off of it. You're right. You're not wrong. Yeah. And she could live on or something. But it's just, it's another notch in her belt. Mm-hmm. 
you know, this performance, this role, like I said, the look was a little off for me in the wig and like, oh, maybe it wasn't a wig. She's I don't think her. it was a wig. It did look but, like she dyed her hair. She's just a natural blonde to me. I think she's just a natural blonde to both of us because she's so damn pale. But performance-wise, she nailed it. She kind of carried the movie because, like I said, he was off for me at a a couple stretches, and she never was. No. I thought she... She She always, like, pulled it back in. Yeah, pulled it back in and made you root for her and made you, like, want to see what she was going to do next. And, like, there was layers. She's not, like... Uh, she's like a flawed person. She's just a prostitute. And God's also sake. with Elsa, with her and Elsa fight and whatnot, like, that wasn't even, like, a huge thing because, like, she didn't want to hurt Elsa. She was upset that she had to. She fucking killed Elsa. Yeah, but she was still upset. She didn't want to. Can't believe we were going to pass that. She fucking killed Elsa. I mean, she fucking killed her. But still, like, she felt she felt bad about it. Well, Elsa was being a bitch. She's fucking jealous, dude. There can be two cooks in the kitchen. Two favorite cooks. Little star sous chefs. I don't know. The girls are really, really competitive when it comes to love of a guy. Yeah, fucking territorial. When it comes to your boss thinking that your teacher's pet, I, I got to say, girls are a lot more competitive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you said it, not me, but... Uh, no, I... I and like I said, Elsa, like you said earlier, Elsa was one of the, she was, she was a fun character. And when she met her demise at the hands of uh, Margot, that, that was a fun scene too. Mm-hmm. There, there wasn't a lot about this movie that didn't work. Like I said, it's an eight out of 10 for me. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I really did too. Um, I don't know what we're doing next week, Dan, what are we doing? Uh, do you want to? Oh yeah, we got to do uh, part two of the screen. There you go. Series. All right, so we're going to do part two, which means we're going to dabble into the Halloween special, and we're also going to dabble in and take care of the VH1 season as well. Yes. That should be a fun time. I'm having having a good time with Daniel. I love the show. I also want to thank everybody we both do for all of the love that we've been getting on TikTok. We're up to 1,500 followers. Fuck yeah. At this point, thank you all so much. who do you fucking who? Who do you fucking who? Like that's really good. Thank you guys. So yeah, I'm I'm good. Who do you? Who do who? Uh, it was it was a good episode, Mindy. I'm excited for next week and to talk about Scream and that TV show and VH1 and Kiki Palmer and all that fun stuff. He made him look like a fur roller. <laughs> Gotta love Kiki. So uh, we'll see everybody next week. Hi. Okay.